Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. partner yoga and um, I feel good and every day that I feel good you know it is a reminder of you know how many people even those who I personally know who aren't feeling so good who aren't feeling so well and um, while it is unfortunate unfortunate it is still by choice it got me to thinking about family and friends. And I was like, that that's a very noble cause that many of us take on. We want to save our sick family and friends, especially when we start to come into the knowledge. And the light bulb comes off for us and it's like, oh, you know, I want to spread this. So it got me thinking about how exactly... Can you go about saving your family and friends, your sick family and friends? Like, what's the formula? Like, give me three steps. What do I need to do to save my sick family and friends? I got that. I got that. I got that. I think we I think we can break that down in three. Mm-hmm. I would say number one. You ready? First, know that you can't. Now, I know what you're thinking, like, well, wait a minute now. This is stupid. And you, you're telling me you're going to show me or explain how to help. And then you're saying number one is to know and to understand that you can't. That is correct. Because I need you. You got to accept that. That that has to be number one. That's going to trip most people up. They're not going to get beyond number one because they can't accept the fact that they cannot save their sick family and friends, the emotional aspect of it. When you see someone down and out and, and and suffering, and especially when you know, right, what is some method of remedy, you you like you ain't gonna tell me that I can't save, you know, these people. I know because I was that person. So I thought. And let me tell you, doesn't usually went into well. For either party because the person who is attempting to quote unquote save someone else doesn't realize that's not your job your job is not to save someone else and you gotta be able to come to grips with that it, it really makes life so much easier i see people stressed all the time Right, their loved ones. It can be a spouse. It can be their mother or father. Um, could be a child, and I mean, it's literally breaking them down stress wise because they are trying to get force, force, which is an act of resistance. And we know that 
an act of resistance does not bring about the results that you are initially looking to get, right? When you resist against something, you get more of that something. But we attempt in an act of resistance to get someone else to see something from our perspective. And the problem with that is you couldn't see what you now see until you were ready to see it. You think about what you know about health. You think about what you know about food. All right. Don't tell me these are new concepts. Don't tell me you didn't you didn't hear this two years ago, five years ago, 15 years ago, depending on how old you are. Hell, even 20 years ago. But it didn't connect to you with you and it didn't resonate with you until you were ready for it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I'm saying to you is that in order to really reach out and help and save your sick family and friends, you must realize that you cannot do that. Not directly anyway. And that it's not your job. It's not your job. All right. Um, let's see. Let's see. What 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 could we say? Number two. Let's move on to number two. It ain't that deep. We would say number two is accept the fact that you can save yourself. Now I know what you're thinking. What the hell does this got to do with saving somebody else? Let me explain. See, one is accepting that you cannot save anyone else and coming to grips with that. That's This is a biggie. Number one is a biggie. It might take you a good amount of time to grasp just number one. But once you get that, then you come into the second piece here, and that is understanding that you can save yourself. Most of us attempting to save someone else ain't even saved ourselves. Now, you may not be doing as bad as this family or friend that you are attempting to help, but please, you're not doing that well yourself. So how about you focus on saving yourself? That, that, you see, I hear you. I hear what you're saying, like, but that's kind of selfish, though, because I'm doing better than them, so I should be trying to help them. No, no, no. It's almost like... Like, you're not authorized to attempt to resuscitate someone else. Like, you you don't have your license in that. You understand what I'm saying? (laughs) You're not authorized to speak on that. You you ain't earned. See, you got to earn the right. And even then, I still think that there is a level of staying in your lane that you should still, you know, activate and apply in your life. But you're not, you ain't authorized to speak about health with someone else. I see it all the time. I see it all the time. (laughs) I can use my own family as an example. And each person may have their own individual thing going on. And they all have advice for the other person. They all have a criticism of what the other person should be doing or needs to be doing. And you look at them and you're like, huh? What? 
You got to accept that you can save yourself and then, damn it, do it. Do it. Save yourself. Heal yourself. And that rolls me right into number three. It's, it's real simple. This, this, this ain't going to take long at all. Number three is be, be that that you want to see in them. Translation, be the example. This is the key. The key to saving the world. This is what I had to tell myself, y'all. Y'all don't understand. I'm telling you, I was not only the client. I was the save the world president. I was going to save the world. You don't, you don't. I didn't know how. I remember not long after I got married, my husband thought I was crazy. Because I ain't really had no plan. I mean, I had a plan, but it was hard to articulate. And I really hadn't put all the pieces together. And back then, you know, coming out of the church, you know, you, you taught that money is bad. And even wanting money or even aspiring to be rich was bad. So I, I was like, nah, I ain't trying to get no money, and, you know, and all that type of stuff. But then it was like, well, how the hell are you going to say the world broke? And I was like, oh, that's a good point. But I'm telling you, I really believed. And I thought, <laughs> crazy, crazy, that my plight in, the, in, this, in this life, right, my quest, my purpose was to go on this campaign and point out all of what was wrong with the world and then attempt to fix it. Not knowing all of what was wrong was my own world that I hadn't attempted to fix, that I didn't even recognize needed to be fixed. So before you get on this campaign of trying to save someone else, you got to save yourself. And in saving yourself, you will become that which you want to see in someone else. See, it'd be very hypocritical of me to sit here and tell you about getting your health together. And then I myself was not getting my health together. It'd be very, and maybe it wouldn't even, maybe hypocritical isn't the word. It'd be very, um, yeah, we'll go with hypocritical. For me to tell you that I believe that you can heal yourself, but I don't activate that same belief in order to heal my own self. See how that works? So you can't save the world. <sighs> I see, you know, this past weekend we had the um <laughs> the the women's what was it, women's march or whatever. And um, you know, I have zero interest in, interest in those type of things at this point in time of my life. You know, if that's what you want to do and that's what works for you. But this is why self-work is so important and self-development is so important because you hit it from every angle, right? You're developing not only your physical self, but your mental self and your spiritual self. And, and when you activate all of that, that's what holistic is, right? We're we hitting it from every angle. When you have all three of those things activated, man, you understand the way things work. You want to see, I don't have to demand, ask, or beg of anyone else to see me any kind of way. You cannot tell me you understand the way energy works. Okay? But then at the same time, you tripping 
and having hissy fits and temper tantrums over what's going on in the world right now. That That is the biggest contradiction that I've ever seen. So it's either you really believe what you say, and I hear I hear you because I've heard it before. Well, rule that don't mean you know just because you understand, you know that ultimately things happen this way that you still should be silent. Well, what does it mean then? I I, I didn't say you should be silent, but what I am saying is that it should be purpose behind everything that you do, and I'm pretty sure again everyone does. They believe that they have the purpose behind what they're doing. Hashtag results matter. That's all I'm going to say. If you've been doing something continuously over and over again, what are your results? If you're following someone else who has been doing something over and over again, what has been their results? And whatever their results have been, you can probably be certain that, yeah, yours is going to fall somewhere in line with that. So you got to understand who you are and what you are, like this self-power thing that we talk about, to me, that's what the focus in school should be about. It, it never will be because we understand the way this thing is ultimately set up. But it ain't about stopping bullying. It's about building, developing these kids to know who they are. See, when you know who you are and there's a power within you that you know about because the power is within all of us. But when you know it, you acknowledge it, you can you can pinpoint it, you can connect with it, you can resonate with it, right? Can't nobody bully you. You can't bully me. You might can get on my damn nerves, but I'm still allowing you to do that. You can't bully me. <sighs> all right, I, I done got off on the tangent a little bit, but the point... <laughs> The point that I'm making is simple. You have to sh- you have to shift perspectives here, and it's going to be very challenging because it goes against everything that you've been taught. I say that a lot, and I do think we underestimate oof the power of the mind and the power of programming, which essentially we assent to it, but um, consent consent to it, but. You just don't know how deep programming can go. That the things that you see, the things that you hear over and over and over for an extended period of time can become a part of you. This is the problem that I have with this. I, I may even do a whole podcast on this topic by itself because I think it's important. This is part of the problem that I have with the idea that we keep telling everyone that we just need to connect more and more to people. And follow what I'm saying saying there's anything wrong with connection i'm not saying there's anything wrong with networking but how do you ever get to know who you are if you are always connected to somebody else how do you know what your own original thought is how do you know what your own original belief is how do you know when you are actually making a decision based on you how do you how how do you know you when you never just connected with you I just don't believe in it. I believe that there is a time and a place for all things. And certainly there's a time for connection and meeting with people and linking with people. But there's a serious problem. There is a serious problem when you cannot have or function in solitude. There's a serious problem that when things arise in your life and you have to make decisions that you can't make them on your own, that's a problem. And we're talking about a lot of grown people here as well. 
So all of this that we discuss, health, wellness, abundance, abundance, success, they all come back to the same core things. They all self-work, self-responsibility, self-accountability, self-awareness, self-confidence, self-power. It all comes back to you. You can run away all you want. You can get other little things that supplement this, this, that, or the other. You can get some fillers. Um, I just cannot get with the whole dependency uh, movement that's going on. Like, we are just becoming burdens, in my opinion, on others. And then we mask it in this little ball of, well, if you love me and you care for me, then this should be okay. Well, it's not okay. All right, work on yourself, build yourself and develop yourself. And then your developed self will link with my developed self. And ooh, ooh, we got something. But, you know, I just see random things. And now I'm just more observant. This is what I love about being healthy and just, and when I say healthy, I'm not just talking about just food in general, but just really cleaning up your mind as well as your body is that your mind is so much clearer to things that you didn't even notice before or things that didn't stand out to you. You literally have on, you're looking through a different lens. And I see things like, you know, the most important thing in the world is being acknowledged by someone else so that showing someone you care. And I'm like, that ain't the most important thing in the world. Your most important thing is being acknowledged by somebody? Ooh, ooh. Is being loved by somebody? Now, I'm down with love now, and I love love. And I really think love is what we need more of, right? At the core of the universe, the world, society, life, we got it. Love. I, I'm, I dig it. But when your entire existence is about someone else loving you, that's dangerous territory. Very dangerous territory. Because the moment you don't get that love that you think that you deserve to get from that person, ooh boy, not going to be good. So, the three steps to saving your sick family and friends, good people, is to first accept and acknowledge that you can't. That is not your job. Then, acknowledge and accept that you can save yourself and then do it and then do it starting today today is what january 25th i know everybody started out with some little resolutions or whatever and i'm trying not to get down on people about you know i, I just i do feel what some people say well people just set these things and you never accomplish them or whatever but you know, I get it to some degree, but I told you one of my favorite quotes is Les Brown. And it's anything that's worth doing is worth doing poorly until you figure out how to do it well. And if you're sincere in your pursuits, even though you may fail at your attempts, it doesn't mean you stop attempting to do that. So I don't really have a problem with, you know, goal setting, even though it may be a little repetitive. I mean, only you can get sick and tired of your own BS. Like, you know when you shucking and jiving, and you know when you are genuinely pursuing 
a better you. You know that. Only you know that. So if you know your pursuit is genuine and you know your pursuit is um, is planned and targeted and with intention, then keep at it. But at the end of the day, you've got to decide. Every day that passes, you have an opportunity to be better and to do better. Your family and friends are waiting, even if they don't even know it. They don't even know that they're waiting. They're waiting to see it from you. There, this is this is the part of understanding your power as a being on this earth. There is something about you. There's a group of people that you can reach that I can't reach. I never will, no matter what I do. And there's also a group of people that I can reach that you can't. Which means, which only amplifies the importance of you walking in your purpose as much as it does me walking in mine. Because there are some people whose light is going to be activated simply by seeing right? Connecting from the reflection to the reflection of your light. That's what the being, what you want to see. That's the power in this thing on every level, physical and, you know, spiritual or energet energetically. Like there's an energy that you can give off. You know that you can, you, you've said it before about certain people, man, when certain people come in the room, there's a certain energy they have. They, they light up the room and people feel good. That's not play play. That's not a superstition. That's not a coincidence. There is literally an energy that you carry with you. So for you to really acknowledge like, hey, I really, I want better for my family, my friends, especially those I see struggling. You first got to want better for yourself. Wanting better for yourself is doing better for yourself. And the more you strive to do, let me tell you something. What is the saying? You can attract more bees with honey than vinegar. I don't remember, but you get the point. I have got to the point where, and I use, I think overall I would stay in my lane. Now, I probably come across, some people could disagree because I'm just passionate about health and wellness in general. But I try to stay in my lane. I do attempt to share information. But when I'm in my element, I ain't preaching to people. Matter of fact, I don't even want to talk food. People get so uneasy around me. It gets on my nerves. Like, I ain't even saying nothing about food. And the moment we go and get something to eat, you talking about, man, I guess I should be getting a salad. Like, I don't care what you're eating. And this is why I don't like to go out a lot. I don't. Because people in their own insecurities are now projecting <laughs> like, dude, I don't care what you eat. We're not even here to talk about eating. You do your thing. I'm doing my thing, right? I let me have my little fruit over here or whatever. So I don't even try to touch on that at all. Unless of course someone asked, but I have learned that whether you recognize it or realize it or not, people are watching you. And I don't care how different we are. We all want to look good and we all want to feel good. And those are two things that people can notice in your presence. 
from observing you. They can notice when you look good and they can notice when you feel good. And when they notice those two things, they want to know, what are you doing? What you got going on? Like, you know, you busy too, and you may have kids too, or you may work too, or you may be married or maybe single, single parent or whatever, and you still able to look good and feel good. Like, what, what's up with you? Like, this is, which is curious because they expect you to be on the same frequency they are. Like, you should be overwhelmed. You should be overweight. You should be sitting at the table like, yeah, girl, I should be eating this, but, mm. And when you're not doing that, that stands out. That's how you change the quote-unquote world. You change yourself. You change yourself. It has an impact. I'm not telling my daughter no sad story about being no doggone woman. I'm speaking life. I'm speaking empowerment. I'm speaking about all of what you can do. We, we not focused on no sad. Well, you know you're going to be just because you're a woman now. You already, you're a woman and you black girl. You already two steps behind. Like, why would you tell people that? Why would you tell kids that? Well, you got to let them know, Rook, now. You got to let them know how the real world is. Ugh, I want to be a part of your real world. No wonder you keep manifesting that bull. You keep feeding it. You done planted the seed and then you put poor funky manure all over it so it'll grow. And man, is it growing. Ugh, makes me. Mm. That's it, y'all. I'm just saying. That is it. I'm telling you. I am telling you that you can heal yourself. You can look good. You can feel good. I posted a video this morning. And yes, it feels good to look at myself and to look at my body doing things that I could not do 10 years ago. To know my body now. To know my body now. At 35. It's better than it was at 25. What? And it's only getting better. Like, I'm literally just getting started. Oh, my goodness. Like, there's no room to be sad. You sitting here sad about another birthday. My goodness, you ingrate. You mad about getting older and you actually still here? Oof. Oh, man, we have so, so much work to do. And this is why you don't have time to entertain what's going on in the news. When you have, when you come engulfed in making yourself better and doing better you ain't got time you don't even have an interest right because the job ahead of you is so great you are your greatest assignment always remember that you're your greatest assignment if you don't get you right how are you gonna help somebody else get them right and that's why we see these people falling that's why we see these people who we think are have been such a great success but they missed the process. They missed the period that was so important. It was vital for developing them and laying that foundation. So now when they get into whether it's the public eye or whether success comes rapidly or whether money comes rapidly, whatever it is, it's very difficult to sustain. Because they didn't build the foundation needed to sustain it. You understand what I'm saying? So save the world if, if, you know, if you so choose. But what I am telling you is before you can save anybody, you got to save yourself. 
before you put your oxygen mask or a oxygen mask on anybody else, you got to put yours on first. Before you put the life jacket, the life vest on somebody else, you got to put it on yourself first. Stop being a hypocrite. That's all I got, y'all. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Project Brooke Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.